What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Ultimate Breakdown. Today, we're going to preview that semifinal matchup in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl between Ohio State and Penn State. This will be a great matchup. I'm going to give you guys some players to watch, keys to the game for both teams, and my score prediction for the game as well. So stay tuned. We'll talk about all of this and more coming up on the Ultimate Breakdown. Alright, so on Sunday, the committee put LSU at number one and they jumped Ohio State. Well, I don't um, agree with this. I don't agree with this, first of all, for a couple of reasons. The first is that Ohio State had already played Wisconsin earlier in the year. And when you play somebody and they know what you did, especially when they dominate, especially when that opponent that you were playing again dominated you the last time, you come up with a new game plan. It's one thing to watch tape of a team that you haven't played, but when you've actually played them against your own personnel, it is a different story. And that is why Wisconsin was able to, to give Ohio State such a test. Um, Justin Fields also had a knee injury in that game, and it limited his ability to scramble greatly. If you watch him in that game, he was very uh, hesitant to scramble, and when he did, he did not look as fast as he normally does. Um, why I don't agree with this, I do think that it puts the two best teams in the country against each other. I've said all year, if there's a team that can match the talent of Ohio State, it is Clemson. If there's a team that could have a chance of beating Ohio State, it is Clemson. So, we're going to take a look at this game. And to give you some, uh, to give you an idea of how close these games, uh, how close these two teams are matched up to each other, I'm just giving you some stats right quick. Ohio State is 13-0, Clemson is 13-0. Ohio State is number two, Clemson is ranked number three. Ohio State averages 48.7 points per game. Clemson averages 46.5 points per game. Ohio State's uh, 48.7 is first in the country. Clemson allows their opponents uh, only 10.6 per game. Ohio State only allows their opponent 12.5 points per game. Clemson's 10.6 is first in the country. Clemson only allows their opponents 244.7 yards a game. Ohio State only allows their opponents 247.6 yards per game. Clemson's 244.7 is first in the country. Ohio's uh, Wins for both teams that are over 10 points. Ohio State is 13, Clemson at 12. Uh, Ohio State's 13 is not only first in the country, that is every single game that they have played this year. I give you these stats because I want you to understand how closely these teams are matched up to each other. And you can look at Clemson's schedule and say they haven't played anybody. But that's about the only weakness you can find in that team is their strength of schedule because they are still very talented. They are the second most talented team in the country um, other than Ohio State. And they very well could be the best team in the country. I just have not seen them play a team that would be capable of challenging them. I think that a big part of this game is going to be who's going to win the individual battles the games, uh, the game within the game, such as Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, those two are going to have to remonstrate to carry their teams to victory. Justin Fields has 2,953 passing yards, 40 passing touchdowns. He only has one interception that is first in the country. He has 471 rush yards, and he has 50 total touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence has 3,172 passing yards, 
407 rushing yards, and he has 41 total touchdowns. Uh, these two are arguably the two best quarterbacks in the country. Of course, Joe Burrow would be in that mix, but or maybe he would be the best. But the point is that Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence are in the top five of quarterbacks throughout college football. And so Trevor Lawrence has the upper hand and passing, making incredible throws. Uh, but Justin Fields definitely has the advantage in scrambling, especially now because of the fact that he's going to have a few weeks to heal that knee. And uh, Justin Fields is a 4-4-3-40 guy. So he's extremely fast. His his running ability is a big part of that offense, especially on third downs when they just like to send all their receivers deep down the field running different routes. And sometimes, more often than not, it is a designed quarterback uh, scramble. So he's very elusive. And that's why this uh, offense is the best in the country at run-pass option. When you have a back like J.K. Dobbins, and when you have uh, someone as fast as Justin Fields, and when you have receivers like Chris Olave and K.J. Hill, they make it extremely difficult for a defense to try and defend them when there are so many options. So this is why this is the best offense at run-pass option, and this is why they're arguably the best offense in the country. So Clemson's defense is going to face the best offense that they have seen all season. On the other side of the ball, Trevor Lawrence. When you watch uh, teams, when you watch tape of Clemson, teams, when they play Clemson, they like to do one or two things normally. They either load up the box with linebackers and safeties, and they say, we're going to stop Travis Etienne. The problem is when you do that, you leave receiver, you you leave your defensive backs out on an island against someone like T. Higgins, and more often than not, they're going to win the one-on-one battle, and they're going to get big, explosive plays. A lot of teams will play with a cushion. Clemson takes that. If you're going to play with a cushion and not allow them to go 50 yards downfield, Clemson's going to take the 15-yard pass every time because it's still a first down and it's still getting them down the field. With that being said, Ohio State's defense is the best in the country, and I think that they have faced their uh, fair share of speed and extremely good running backs. They faced Jonathan Taylor. I understand Wisconsin's offense is not as elusive as Clemson's offense, but Jonathan Taylor is the best back in the country, and they shut him down. Uh, another big factor in this game is going to be someone like Jeff Okuda. I think Ohio State is going to have that option to load up the box. I don't think they're going to have a problem with loading up the box, saying we're not going to allow Travis Etienne to average over eight yards of carry on us. Because when you shut down that offense and make it one-dimensional, normally Clemson has no problem with that. They throw it out to their receivers, like I mentioned earlier. The difference is, this is an extremely great, arguably the best defensive back group in the country when you have Jeff Okuda, who potentially is a top five pick on a lot of uh, people's uh, mock drafts. You have someone like David Arnett. You have someone like Sean Wade, who has the potential to shut down these corners uh, or these receivers. I'm not saying that these receivers aren't going to get open at all, or I'm not saying that they're not going to get any big plays. I'm saying they're going to have to face an extremely talented secondary. That's going to be a big key in this game. 
Another individual matchup that I'm kind of excited to see is going to be between J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne. Now, uh, J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne both are really disrespected for what they are able to do. They both have extremely good numbers, extremely good stats, both have tremendous speed. But a big part of this game, once again, is going to be who can win this matchup between the running backs. Clemson doesn't run a whole lot of run-pass option, mainly because Trevor Lawrence isn't as big of a threat with his legs as Justin Fields is. I understand that Trevor Lawrence has 407 rushing yards compared to Justin Fields' 471. But when Clemson played the best defense, uh, that the, the best team that they really played all season, Texas A&M, he had negative 11 rushing yards. And Texas A&M is a top 25 team. So if you think that you're going to scramble all over Chase Young and, and David Hamilton and Jeff Okuda, who is extremely willing to come up and help in the run game, he's one of the best run, he's one of the best run corners in the country. As well as one of the best pass corners, but he's extremely willing to come up and hope in the run game. You're not going to run side to side on this Ohio State team. They are the fastest team in the country, and I don't see Clemson uh, be having a whole lot of success in scrambling Trevor Lawrence. Travis Etienne averages over eight yards a carry, 8.2 to be exact. That's second in the country. Uh, he has 1,500 yards on the season and 17 touchdowns compared to J.K. Dobbins. 20 touchdowns. J.K. Dobbins averages 6.5 yards per carry. And he has 1,829 yards uh, on the season, which is third in the country. Now, the reason why I'm more impressed with J.K. Dobbins' 6.5 yards per carry rather than Travis Etienne's 8.2 is because of the fact of the defenses they played. I understand Clemson's extremely talented. I understand earlier there's not a whole lot working against them except their strength of schedule. With that being said, Ohio State has played really good defenses. When they played Wisconsin, they were the best defense in the country earlier in the season. They put up 38 points on Wisconsin. 38. I think that this Ohio State group has the talent to beat anybody, but this is going to be the biggest test that they play. And J.K. Dobbins is going to have to have a big day. Uh, now, the, the problem with Ohio State, probably the biggest weakness that you've seen with them all year, not the interceptions, but the fumbles. They have put the ball on the ground a lot, and a lot of it is because they run that read option, run pass option. Um... J.K. Dobbins put the ball on the ground against Michigan. It didn't count as a fumble, really, because he picked it up uh, and actually had a really good run that really shifted the momentum in Ohio State's favor at a time when Michigan uh, in Ann Arbor was really starting to almost take that game over. J.K., if Ohio State can do, they're going to have to do a couple of things to win this game, and they can because it's all in their control. They're going to have to start fast because they have no, that's their biggest concern. They were down, to give you an idea of how slow they are to start, not just in the Big Ten Championship. They were down 5 to nothing to Miami of Ohio at one point in the season. To Miami of Ohio, they came back and won that game 76-5. to 
they cannot start that way against Clemson. And neither can Clemson to Ohio State. These guys cannot get down two possessions to either one. Both of them have too good of defenses, too good of offenses. But Ohio State's going to have to start fast. And they're going to have to not turn the ball over, which is 100% completely in their control. And they can have a very, very good chance at winning this game. I think Chase Young is going to be a factor in this game. Uh, I don't care if he gets zero sacks. He's going to be a factor in this game. And here's why. More likely than not, Clemson's going to double team him. If they double team him, that leaves the lane open for someone else, just as Hamilton. And if Hamilton doesn't get a single sack, it's still going to be a factor because if he's putting pressure on Trevor Lawrence, Ohio State's going to have to really try to penetrate that Clemson offensive line. They're really going to have to try and get after Trevor Lawrence. It doesn't matter if they get zero sacks, just put pressure on him. Because you don't want I understand that Ohio State's defensive backs are extremely talented, but you do not want to leave those receivers on those defensive backs for too long, especially when they're on -on one-on-one coverage, more likely than not. And if you're leaving those defensive backs one-on-one on their own island uh, for a short amount of time, more likely than not, Trevor Lawrence is going to throw the ball to his receiver, think he's open, and Jeff Okuda or someone else can come down with a pick for Ohio State. For Clemson, this could work out in your favor if you can keep Ohio State, uh, if you can keep by Trevor Lawrence a decent amount of time. I think that Ohio State and Clemson is going to be a really good game, uh, but I just don't see Ohio State losing this game unless they hurt themselves by fumbles, by starting slowly. And another concern I had for Ohio State was they should not change anything that they have been doing all year. It's worked to perfection. Ohio State, if you watch any other games this year, they do not disguise their coverages at all. There's no confusion. If they're man-to-man, they're going to line up man-to-man. If they're playing zone, they're going to line up in zone, and they don't care to say it. They do not care. They know they're more talented than whoever they are playing. With that being said, this is the best talent. This is the most talented they've faced all year in Clemson and T. Higgins and their receivers in Trevor Lawrence. I do not think they need to disguise coverages. I don't think they should disguise coverages. I think they have the right personnel, the right talent to line up in whatever they're going to do. And uh, and I think that they will have success if they continue what they've been doing and not try to disguise any coverages. Clemson is going to have a hard day as well as Ohio State if neither of them can get the running game going. Uh, like I said earlier, you've got to get the running game going, especially because if the running game is not going, you're going to have to lean to receivers. I understand T. Higgins is phenomenal. I understand Salave is phenomenal. But you have to get your running game going, which I think Ohio State and Clemson are both going to try to do earlier in this game. This is an extremely evenly matched game. I think, though, I think in the end that Ohio State is going to come up with the win. I think that Clemson, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think what's going to happen is eventually Ohio State's defense is going to step up and for Trevor Lawrence to throw a pick or a fumble is going to happen. I think Ohio State's going to win this game 
31 to 23. I think it's going to be a good game. And I think Ohio State's going to be in the national championship. By the way, whoever wins this game, there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to win the national championship. LSU and Oklahoma are great, but I think that these two teams are the best in the country, and this could have very well been a national championship game. But I think Ohio State's going to win this game 31-23. I will be back later in the week to preview uh, Oklahoma and LSU, of course, and some other bowl games such as Michigan and Alabama and get you ready for bowl season. Uh, by the way, if you want to check out the Ultimate Breakdown YouTube channel, it's called The Ultimate Breakdown. Sure, on YouTube, out video analysis, highlights, all that stuff. So go to YouTube if that is more your platform. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back later in the week. Have a great day.